0: Hey, welcome to Happy Tales of Happy Tales, the podcast where you'll hear stories of the way pups have touched our hearts and our lives. So for the next few minutes, let everything else go and just listen and smile. I'm your host, Julie Jackson. Hey friends, I hope this finds you doing well. I have an oldie but a goodie for you today. And honestly, I... I was a little reluctant to pull this story out so early in the life of my podcast because I really feel like this might be one of my best dog stories ever, but I don't know. I just really felt like this was the one I needed to share this week. Maybe someone needs to hear this. I don't know. But this one goes back about seven years. At the time, my little person, she was a middle schooler. I was, it was during my single mom. Days, so shout out to all those single parents because it's hard. And at the time, among our pack, we had three blue healers. We had our twin girls, they were the oldest, Lily and Eleanor. They were about six or seven at the time. And then we also had Roscoe, he was our little tripod, and he was probably about three or four. So we have since, we lost Roscoe at the end of last year, and then we lost Lily a few months ago. So it's kind of a bittersweet story. Um, kind of crazy to think that Eleanor is the only one left from this story now. But at the time, when they were still young enough, they didn't have privileges to be left just roaming the house during the day while we were gone. So I had one crate that was larger and Lily and Eleanor shared that crate. They had always been together. They were siblings, litter mates. So they had always been together and they were comfortable in that large crate together. And then I had a smaller crate that Roscoe was in. Their crates were situated in the corner of the room. It it was not a 90 degree angle corner because it kind of opened out into a little bit of a bay window area. So... One was against like the horizontal wall and the other against the vertical wall, if you will, and kind of end to end at a little bit of an angle. So I had worked all day, full day on my feet with the public. You know, you're tired. It's the end of the day. You're ready to get home. You're trying to figure out dinner and homework, all those things that have to happen. Plus my daughter and I had decided we were going to go see a movie that night to the theater, big night out, go see a movie. I don't remember what we were going to see, but we were excited to have a night together, a little mother-daughter date night. So I get off work and I race over to pick her up from where she went after school. And I get there. The poor kid is miserably sick. She just, she felt so bad. All she wanted to do was get home, get in her pajamas, <laughs> curl up, maybe be pampered a little bit, let mom take care of her a little bit, and then go to bed. So we get home, opening the front door. If you have dogs, you probably understand this feeling, but as soon as you open the door, you think, huh, that's not right. <laughs> Something, Something's waiting for me and it's not good. I go into the bedroom where their crates are. Of course, by now, they hear the door open. They're, they know we're in the house, and they are so excited. This is one of the beautiful things about dogs. Every time you come back, it's like you're coming home from war. They are so excited. They haven't seen you in years. They've missed you. They've saved all your letters. They cannot wait to reunite with you every single day. You could go to the store for five minutes and come back, and this is how it is. And they also, every day, were so excited to get out of the crates and play with each other. They had missed, even though they're right next to each other, they, it, every, every day is a celebration. You have to love that. So they hear us coming, and they are doing all kinds of dancing in their crates and just so excited to be emancipated and allowed to run free and do their dog thing. I walk into the bedroom. I don't know if it was one, two, or all of them, but bless their hearts, they had not felt good that day either. And someone, or someones, had explosive diarrhea, explosive diarrhea. It was all over the carpet around their crates. It was what they, we have wire crates. It was splattered all across the walls behind both crates, all over the crates. And needless to say, the pups looked like they had been mud wrestling. It was everywhere and of course you know the smell is enough to make you like you're dry heaving and I'm just thinking oh my goodness how am I even going to navigate this so my first challenge is I know that they're so excited to get out of the crates they're jumping up and they're jumping on each other and I know that that's going to be a mess and I'm trying to think is there a way that I can get one of them out of the crate take it and take her out in the yard, get the next one. Is there some civilized way that I can get them from the crate to the yard so I can start the massive cleanup project in store? No, there was not. There was not an easy way to do this. The second that crate door opened, they came busting out like they were being fired out of a cannon. They were so excited. Part of their celebration, of course, involved jumping up and running across my bed. And then out of that room, through the living room, through the kitchen, around all the furniture, over all the furniture, mind you, they look like little mud wrestlers. They are covered, covered in poop. There's just, you can tell everywhere they went because they left a trail, all three of them. Flying through the house, it, oh my gosh. So I get them out into the yard At this point, I grab a spray bottle and a rag and I'm running around trying to just spot clean all these places while it's still fresh, for lack of a better word, um, to at least try to get that, that process started. Then the crates have plastic trays in the bottom that slide out. These are big, though. Well, at least one of them. One crate was a little bit smaller, but these are big. These are not like small you know, I don't know what the measurements are on this, but maybe like three by five feet, three by four feet. I'm not sure, but, but it's like, you have to tilt them to get them through the doorway and they're covered and you can use your imagination. So, I've, I've got to get these through the house. I get them out into the backyard. I have all these little poop-covered dogs running around the backyard. I've got a garden hose. I'm out there trying to spray off these massive trays. Then I have to go in and, you know, clean up the, of course, the walls and the carpet. But I mentioned these are wire crates. So they have all those little intersections of the little squares where the horizontal and the vertical wire meet. And so I'm having to clean all these little places. There is poop everywhere. I'm burning through all of my towels quickly, trying to get everything cleaned up. I finally get all this done. Now I have to get the dogs clean. I could spray them with the water hose to kind of get the loose stuff. But at this point, it's going to require scrubbing because some of this stuff now is caked on them. And... I finally determined my best course of action is going to be to pull them into the shower with me and just clean them off in the shower. I don't think that I can really get them in the tub. And then with my tub, I didn't have any kind of handheld sprayer or anything. So I have a handheld sprayer in the shower. Plus that way I can move around them. So I think, okay, shower it is. So I get them in the bathroom and I, you know, I'm getting in the shower with them. So I undress And I get in the shower and I start pulling them in and scrubbing them and getting them clean. And so at least we've kind of started to get all the filth off. But as I mentioned earlier, these are blue healers. I don't know if you know anything about blue healers, but one thing that you shouldn't be aware of, blue healers shed a lot. People are often surprised by this because their coats look mostly kind of slick most of the time. They're not particularly fluffy dogs. And so I think people assume that means they're not shedders. But I joke when new healer people ask the question, do, do healers shed? How many times a year do they shed? I always say just twice, from January to June and July to December. It's the truth. There, there are always little... Fur balls that look like little rodents floating around in the corners of our house at any given time because they shed non stop. So I'm cleaning them off. It's also in the spring, they're starting to blow out their coats. I don't know if you've ever seen that before with dogs that do that, but just huge chunks of fur will come out. Just you know, you can be petting them, and all of a sudden you have this big solid clump of fur in your. In your, in your paw, <laughs> in your hand. As I'm washing the dogs off in the shower, I realize that the shower drain is now clogged. The shower pan is filling up and starting to overflow into the bathroom. Turn everything off. I'm trying to hold the dogs in there so that I can get out. I have one of those long plastic stick things that has little spikies on it that you can put down your drain and it will catch all the you know stuff that's clogging the drain and help you pull it out so I grabbed that thing well of course when I go back in to get into the drain they all just bust out of the shower door and so now of course I have three wet dogs that are running loose around the bathroom and the bedroom. I'm on my hands and knees with this stick thing snaking out the shower drain. Unleash the most unimaginable, disgusting sludge from its watery prison. It's just fur and poop and mud and it's so disgusting. And I'm just pulling this out by the clump through, clump, clump full, pulling it through the drain. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to deal with this now. Now, mind you, I told you I was showering with the dogs. I'm now on my hands and knees in the bathroom floor, declogging the gra- the, the drain. If you're a dog person, you know how dogs greet each other. And so someone decided at that moment in time, it would be a Great opportunity to come tell me hello. So suddenly I have a cold, wet dog nose on my butt. Nearly hit the ceiling. Totally a miracle that I did not break something in that moment. So now I'm trying to get my heart rate down, (laughs) trying to settle down. I have a handful of shower sludge that I have to dispose of. I'm going to get rid of that, put that somewhere I need to start drying them off. Of course, in the meantime, while I was dealing with the drain, they ran into my closet to do their shake. So everything in the closet now is wet, not saturated, but everything in the closet is wet. There's just splatter everywhere. And then after that, they ran to do, I don't know if you've ever seen when they get real excited and they put their nose to the ground and they run and they flip over and they roll on their back. And it's the most joyful thing you've ever seen. Well, they're so excited because they feel better and they're clean and they decided to do that celebration on my bed. Yes, the sheets were already dirty because remember at the beginning of the story, they ran with their poopy paws all over the top of the bed. So the sheets were getting washed anyway, obviously. Now the mattress pad, everything soaked because they've just been up there doing their celebration roll while they're soaking wet. So I have all of these disgusting and wet towels, saturated towels. I have all of the saturated bedding. I just at this point want to take care of my poor child who is probably wondering what happened to her mom. She's probably in there, please, sir, may I have some more? like calling to see if she has parents anymore. And I just want to take care of her and go to bed. I'm so worn out at this point. I get all the laundry collected. I go in, I start a load in the washer to get it cleaned. Finally have some clothes on. I go to check on my daughter. I'm walking back from from checking on her, back into the bathroom to get more stuff to clean up walk past the laundry room door and see water pouring under the door. <laughs> yes. Yes. The drain in the washer had clogged too, and it was flooding my laundry room. And so now I had water running out of the laundry room and down the hall. Mind you, most of my towels are in there soaking wet from all the other stuff that's just occurred. So I'm just grabbing anything I have that can absorb water and, and mopping the floor. I, I did, with the help of Google, manage to also fix my washing machine that night. So I got that fixed. I got everything dried up. I got dressed. And I think that's the moment when I started drinking. I'm just kidding. But still, that's where it ended. <laughs> so we did finally get to go to bed and get some rest. But it was a crazy night. So... I kind of wish I had on video, although, you know, a lot of it would have to be blurred out, but I, as much as that is such an insane story. And I hope if there's anyone listening who doesn't have dogs and you're thinking, I don't know, maybe I'd like to get a dog. Don't let this change your mind. Don't let this dissuade you from getting a dog because I look back on it now and I laugh at that story. It, it cracks me up when I think about it, but I will tell you too, as I mentioned, two of the three pups that were part of those adventures that night are not with us anymore. And if I had to do Poopapalooza every single night for the rest of my life, but I would get to have them with me, I would not hesitate. I would do it every single night in a heartbeat if I could have those sweet pups back with me again. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. And if you did, hey, throw me a bone and go subscribe, like, follow. Leave me a rating if you would. That would be great. Uh, If it's a good one. If you have some constructive criticism, please message that to me because I would love to hear that too. I would like for this to get better and be something that you look forward to every week. Also have a free gift for you at the website, Happy Tales of Happy Tales. Head on over there, uh, sign the guest book and, and you can download a free dog definition print. And if you have any stories you would like to share, please reach out. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to share them. Also, that's how we get more stories, too, if you share the podcast. So if you have dog lovers in your life, please let them know and encourage them to reach out and share their stories, too. Have a wonderful week. Remember, you are as great as your dog thinks you are. And smooch-a-booch. Thanks, y'all.